0: Uh, Hello, everybody. This is Old School Comics. We have a great guest, the man, the myth, the legend tonight. Check it out. Here we go. Let's do this thing. You can see uh my man uh DS Comics is I, I you know, I had to I had to set him down this week. So uh we have two new co-hosts, I guess, for the week, and we have our guests. So uh everybody knows the man to my uh, right over here would be uh, Mr. Nico. So what's up, brother? Hi. Hey, oh boy, he seems real thrilled Hi. and I I got my man at the bottom the screen over there, Mr. Josh Allen hanging out doing the thing. What's going on, brother? Yeah. And then we got our special guest and I got to play the clip because Nico loves to play the clip. So I got to play the clip before we introduce him. You know, so it's, it's old school comics. So, you know, we had to do our thing. So
1: uh,
0: we have the uh, man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Strayflex, Instagram famous. What's up, guys? What's going on, brother? Happy
1: to be here. Thanks, dude.
0: It's going to be a good night. I, yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Um, look, at uh, look at this. Look at this. Look my man Dollar on top of things. Um. So yeah, so we're just going to talk about you know Instagram comics. I kind of I guess why I kind of coined it as Instagram comics. We're going to talk about some Golden Age stuff. Um, and what I'll do first is you know if you if you don't follow Mister uh, Stray Flexing here, uh, just he's on Instagram, just Stray Flexing. He's got some cool stuff. Let me blow it up so people can see it. Look at that! Boom. He's got a lot of followers, man. Just doing it big, big time. Um, so basically, you know, he, he sells some books, he's got some books. Yeah,
2: can um, we talk about the best memes on Instagram? Like oh, uh, you broke Instagram. Oh thanks,
0: man. <laughs> oh boy. I, I, I would play the sound, but it's 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 to uh, work. Like, I might I might get kicked off of YouTube. So it's uh,
2: fat definitely fat. worth the risk. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I mean it's funny. Appreciate um it. but yeah, I mean it, it's really good. Um and obviously you have some of the greatest stuff on it. This is the one that we reposted.
1: Yeah, so. this one actually blew up. It's kind of funny. A lot of people yeah. shared it and
0: saved it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's got almost 3,000 views. It's it's insane. Um, but
1: yeah, we it, uh,
0: it, like that's 27,000
1: too few. It should have 30,000
2: yeah. views. Wow. It was the greatest.
1: Yeah. Well, I appreciate so. it. It took me a little bit to make it. I had to keep changing that the CGC thing and like just I don't know, I was using it on my phone some app, but it worked out cool.
0: Cool, cool. So, um, yeah, we, we we'll talk about all that the, the memes. We'll talk about the craziness of books, um, the stuff you do, how you got started, all that great stuff. So, um, For sure, excited to be on. Yeah, so let's let's talk about let's um let's talk about um how how you got started, um, when you started collecting. Um, and let's let's start off a little bio with that.
1: Sure. So I started collecting around 2013, I'd say. Just because I've always been like a superhero fan, I've always loved, you know, the the movies, the video games growing up and the comics, obviously. And then when I was able to finally get a job and start working, buy some books and, you know, I started looking into it. I went to a few cons and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. You can own the first appearance of this character, that character. You know, I slowly kind of got into it and I just, I basically like my philosophy was always kind of like let the hobby fund itself. So I would I would buy books and and then like kind of like hold on to them for a few for a few months or a year and then as the values go up I would sell those to buy other ones and you just kind of let it recycle and that's I find that's the best way to to build your collection from scratch because you know we all have to start somewhere and these books are obviously not cheap but if you if you can let the hobby kind of help build itself just by the the growth of finding good deals and and just appreciation over time you could you could build a collection quite quicker than. Than you to expect to so it's pretty uh yeah I'm, I'm like i'm really happy with the way things have gone like these past few years i think like this is probably one of the only hobbies where you can actually like, enjoy it and collect and, and your money's in a safe spot it's it's a real investment too so i mean it's the best of both worlds when it comes to that stuff yeah i
0: tell you that i mean we we look at comics and it's Hell, it's some at some points could be better than been working in the stock market at least your money wise. I mean, we will talk about sure. returns and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's crazy the amount of return you can get. I mean, you can play a stock market for a year or so and not get the returns you get in the account book. So,
1: right, and like even like the, there's no like big hard crashes that like that the stocks have. You know, it's it's a bit mm-hmm. different. And even if something goes down, it can go down 20 percent. It's already gone up eighty or hundred percent. Like even right now, I think the market is gonna correct itself a little bit i think it's starting to show on some books some of the more common books but that's as to be expected i wouldn't call it a crash where in the beginning of the year a book was two thousand dollars it shot up to six and now it goes down to five or 45 i wouldn't really call that a crash i mean it's just it's just correcting itself you know It, it has to do that it went up so fast so quick it's 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 bound to have a little bit of stress back too
2: Yeah, one of the things I asked you uh, before we got started is, uh, you know, I think we're going to have more and more people who are entering the hobby. They are uh, familiar with, you know, Wednesday comics, maybe delve into those 90s books from their childhood. Who knows? Maybe cobble together some cash and and pick up... uh, an overpriced Hulk 181 or Marvel spotlight five or what the hell ever. And as they kind of, uh, go eventually get curious about golden age comics. Um, and it is like this, uh, you know, sort of like, um, enigmatic thing. I, I know that, uh, Josh, uh, for example, is one of the few people that does moderns and, and, golden age books. I do that too. Uh, hell he does forens and, and golden age books. Um, can you guys kind of talk about how people can, uh, educate themselves sort of, uh, tiptoe into that market without, um, you know, having to drop uh, two, five, 10 K on, you know, one, two, three books.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do you want to start Josh?
3: Yeah, I can go. Um, I mean, for me, I, I think I started collecting golden age probably about five or six years ago. Um, that's how we met. met. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I was going to bring a big stack of EC books to you at a con, um, to me, it's, I mean, it's always just been the art. And I mean, basically, I mean, what I did when I first started was I just gravitated towards like a certain style, and went from there and I mean you don't have to you don't have to spend thousands of dollars to buy something that's gorgeous I mean everything to me from the golden age is just it's crazy like I wish art would still kind of be like that now um but I mean you know I gravitated towards horror and you know you just find you don't have to start big just find books that are in lower grades that still present well you know spend couple hundred bucks and you just start from there i mean that's basically how i did it i never paid you know more than a couple hundred bucks for anything i ever owned unless until i got like i went further down the road into like superhero and stuff like that and that's where it kind of got expensive but i mean that's all you got to do i mean there's plenty of artists plenty of styles i mean plenty of genres just gravitate towards what you want and start out with something that's lower grade and nice to look at
1: yeah, yeah i agree i think there's a really big miss uh, like misconception in regards to golden age like josh was saying i mean not everything is at thousands of dollars there are a lot of books that you can get for 100 bucks 200 bucks even on ebay right now there's a lot of ecs like if you kind of st- there's like there's a few titles in, in the golden age like either whether it's ec whether it's horror and then there's like certain books where they're like five thousand and like a one or or 2, 000 in a in a point five. but if you look at some of the other titles other issues in that title you can get some for as low as like 60 dollars as as high as a couple hundreds so there's definitely a lot of good art out there uh, whether it's war and good girl art or uh, romance you know um, like horror there's a lot of stuff out there that's actually just kind of in the low hundreds range that I would say is even cheaper than some of the silver age keys and mainstream books right now like and even like a good old Marvel mystery or a good timely Schaumburg cover so a lot of them are under five thousand dollars. Where five thousand dollars buys you a nine eight ASM three hundred today. So, it's uh, it's it's quite fascinating to see that change because Golden Age is it's always had that kind of like that aura around it. It's very niche. It's very expensive, unreachable, unattainable. But I, I do think that um, there are a lot of more affordable options. So, if you if you just want to jump in, you don't have to go you know, balls deep, so to speak, and, and spend five grand or ten grand. You could you could find a decent looking book for hundred dollars you know get it in just enjoy the history flip through it enjoy the cover art and, and kind of go from there and then see what you really like and what you really want
2: i'll give you a good example i was uh, set up at a con in pittsburgh this weekend um there was a pretty shrewd dealer from i can't remember tennessee or kentucky or something um had a, a lot of big books uh didn't understand golden age um, I pulled a $20, uh, Matt Baker romance book out of one of his boxes. Um, one of the few books that Baker actually signed the cover. I didn't have to recognize the art or I was just yeah, like right pictorial romance. <laughs> like, Oh shit. Okay. Hello. 20 turned it over 20 bucks. Get out of town.
1: Yeah. Um, that's awesome.
2: Yeah. That, yeah that can and, happen. Uh, well, I mean, that's a little bit of good luck, but like the reality is, there's a lot of opportunity, I think, um, if you add vin- that skill to your
1: vintage repertoire. Right. Yeah, I think it's very important. I mean, I, it's it's sad because there are a lot of dealers at cons that don't know anything about Golden Age. You could bring them like a like a famous Hitler cover, and you could be like, "Oh, here, take it for hundred bucks. It's really worth like five grand or something." They're like, "No, I don't want it. They don't know anything." And it's it's a shame because like, how can you call yourself a dealer specializing in old comic books and you can't recognize What's actually key and valuable? You know what I mean. What's what's good to look for? So one of the you most painful,
2: yeah, one of the most painful scenarios in my entire life was I was stuck in a shop, uh, the owner of which I fucking can't stand, buying supplies because I needed them. Okay, and some lady walked in and was like, "Are these comic books worth anything? This real life Hitler cover?" And I, I wanted to fucking throw. Everything I had in my hand against the wall, you know what I mean? And it was like just some rando kid that was there and he's like, I'll take him. I'll, sh- I'll you know, the owner is going to look at him when he comes in. They, and I'm just like, fuck my life. Dear God, yeah. I'd like to have at least made her a reasonable offer, you know, like, who knows what the yeah. condition of it was. Yeah. It was cert- enough of was there for her to recognize, you know, there's a monster on the fucking cover. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he was decapitated or something. So right. um, they're out there. And mm-hmm. uh, do you, either of you look for collections like on, um, for example, Craigslist or Facebook ads and those like garage sales or, or do like, you know, bandit signs or um, any sort of effort to kind of like unearth comics from wherever. Like I, for example, love to stop at baseball card shops and be like, hi, do you have any comic books?
1: Yeah, that, that's a, that's a that's a good tip. I mean sometimes Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist is very tough for golden age stuff or even silver age stuff. I think it's just it's very um very, very competitive. So if there is something that comes up, you have to be like literally the first person out of, usually five mm-hmm. people who see it right away and you gotta message them and you gotta pray that they answer your message and that they can keep talking to you because it, it can be tough. It could be pretty competitive. But I mean just good tips are like I don't want to reveal every secret, but I don't care. Like just go to like antique shops, go to different you know, like, like movers, you know, there's like different moving companies and ask them, Hey, like, if you find any comic books, give me a call, you know, just put your name out there, put your word out there. You got to go to places where people don't think about, you know, people selling antique furniture, you know, go there and see if they have books. You never know, because mm-hmm. those are the people you're going to get deals from, not someone, you know, who's like all day on, on Facebook, looking at books and pricing what dollar bin books at $50, because they see a nine, eight for that. Right. So you have to kind of like think outside the box and, and you'll be surprised like what you find books. I mean, found books in all kinds of weird places like gas stations, attics, like just like random stuff like that. It doesn't happen often, but it happens enough where it, it, it happens, it exists. So you just have to kind of be on the on the lookout, on the hunt and just think outside the box. That's what I'd say.
0: Oh, look at this guy, this guy. Moving and mover companies. Yeah, look
1: at that. That, that's a good one. Yeah, not a lot of people do that.
0: Yeah. Smart stuff. Yeah, so, um, Transitioning a little bit, we saw some um, some sales um, come, out, come out of uh, the woodwork, so uh, we, we always got to bring these up. Now, we didn't do a full-blown market report, we just did two of these, but uh, two of these sold. So, the first book we'll talk about is original art that a lot of people don't get into, um, but this one was especially, it's, it's Hidden Menace, it's socks Suspense Stories, number six, uh, the cover, original art. 840 grand. Now, uh, obviously a big number. Um, You know, me and Josh were talking on the phone. Does it demand an $840,000 price? Do, do we think that's, I mean, yeah, it's sold for that, but I mean, 840 grand guys, 8, 840,000. There's a lot of other things you could buy for 840 grand. I mean, it's an iconic cover, yes. Is it worth 840 grand? Uh, you know it's somebody it is um i i is it 500 grand you think somebody spent 300 grand too much what, what you know what, what do you guys think uh,
1: so you, you want to go first josh
3: yeah so you gotta think too that that i believe that price includes the uh auction fee it does yeah
1: it's the, it's but the
3: so point. i mean that doesn't even include tax and mm. you know all that so i mean it's It's, it's a crazy number. I, I mean, I, I understand the book. I understand, you know, where it's at in people's hearts. And, you know, I'm in a couple of EC groups on Facebook and I mean, it's just, to me, it's mind boggling. Cause I mean, I, I could just think of other things that I personally would rather spend my money on. But like you said, I mean, to somebody out there, that's worth, You know a million dollars or -hmm. close to after tax and shipping and all that stuff but i mean i don't even know because i feel like i'm talking bad about it if i (laughs) disagree with it and i i i just don't it's just crazy to me i mean
1: yeah well i mean here's the thing with with the shock six and golden age art in general golden age art is it's actually pretty undervalued if you look at the sales compared Mm -hmm. to like Bronze Age Byron or like Kirby or um, Ditko or any of those, even like '80s McFarlane art. Like a McFarlane cover or Spider McFarlane cover go for, for well over that, um, like well over that. Even though like you might think like historically wise or the significance of the book, it might be more important. People just resonate more with that with that time type period. Like usually a lot of Bronze Age articles for a lot of money. And we saw today too. There were a lot of like um, cover. Even like there was an unusable green cover. Uh, that went for 100, 000, which Just like it's pretty. That's a pretty shocking price for for an unused Wolverine cover. I think it's Barry Windsor Smith that it. But like that, I I, pre, I thought it was going to go for for at least five hundred thousand. Obviously, it, it shattered that price. It went for well above that. But I, I do think that out of there's a there's a decent amount of EC covers that exist that are out there. Um, out of all the ones that exist, this is like in the top two, or top three covers. Period. It's like a it's a genre defining cover. It's 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 like it it does a lot for comics in terms of like the code. This is like one of the one of the big pre code order covers, and it's done by the you know legendary artist Wally Wood. So um, it's deserving of that price, I think. But I think where Golden Age art right now is, it's actually it's pretty low. Like I'm surprised it went for that right now. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it went for that price in like a few years from now. But right now it's it's a it's a strong price. But you know the you know, happy for whoever won it. I mean, that's a huge piece of history, a huge piece of, you know, not just comic history, a piece of art and yeah, it's it's a pretty spectacular piece. So I think that's gonna be a good investment down the line. Just, just I think golden age art is just really, really undervalued right now. There's a lot of stuff that you can get, like even covers. I've seen covers for golden age um, books, like especially horror covers go for less than what a high grade copy of, of that book would go for, which that makes no sense to me. Like even if it's a nine, six or a nine, eight, golden age book that's amazing but the cover should always be worth more so yeah that's what i have to say about the golden age art
2: what did the uh chamber cover sell for do you guys remember yeah that one for
1: like one hundred seventy thousand. which again i think that's a really good deal i thought that was really cheap that should have i mean especially if this is again like it's two different things it's harvey and ec versus like wally wood versus Lee Elias. but i think that that chamber cover is really it's it's that's a pop culture like basically just like peace right now i'm mean, just like that image is very famous i think it should have broken at least two hundred fifty thousand, quarter million i think whoever bought it got a really good deal on that one yeah i think also was buy
2: do you guys uh think that these i mean incredible uh results for this particular cover and admittedly Uh, If my memory is correct, the 9.8 of uh, shock suspensory sold for a truckload of money uh, back in the day. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, I can look Um, Yeah, but do you think that this will bring up the value of uh, other EC keys that, uh, I mean, you know, the, I guess, uh, traditional trope has been like, well, EC books are you know they're they're a lot more common than other PCH books, and that's why their values low. But you know, by all accounts, uh, they are the leaders of the pack. Um, certainly, the guys who've got all the history behind them and uh, Gaines' impact on pop culture and comics generally
0: is arguably second to none. Um, so the nine the nine nine Gaines file copy sold for a hundred or. Back in twenty fifteen, that was the last sale of it. Um and it was a paltry fifteen thousand five hundred and thirty five bucks. Wow. Yeah, and a nine eight get the nine eight nine sixes and were nine eight was twenty nineteen for ninety six hundred dollars, so half, and a nine six gains file copy was made twenty eighteen for thirteen grand, which I think a nine it, it either a nine
1: sold today actually too. It was sold for twenty eight, I think. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so. Here, so it's a decent. If you if it's said if you said that it went for like what ninety six hundred in twenty nineteen.
0: Yeah, ninety six hundred. Yep. Yeah, that's
1: pretty decent uh, return of investment, I'd say. But I, yeah. the problem with those books are like especially those EC and high grades. There's a lot of them actually. Like there's a lot of because the, the gains file copies. There's like there's like fifteen nine eights or fourteen nine nine eights, and then there's like twenty nine sixes. So there are a lot in in the nine eights. That way, like that, like some of the earlier forties golden age books, if when they come up in nine six nine eights. They usually break the bank a lot more because they're, they're literally like sole highest graded, or there's maybe three above eight, five or a nine zero. whereas the ECs, there's a lot more in those high grades. So it's kind of like dilutes the the value of each one, not to take yeah. away from the book. But.
2: Well, and it, admittedly in many of the PCH books, there are more nine eights for ECs than there are in the entire census.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that could be the case. Yeah. Cause it's. Just the way they gain stored all those file copies I and mean, you kept a lot of a lot of books in really minty shape so there's a lot of nine eights out there
2: and then there's ten thousand copies of hulk 181 on the cgc
0: census
1: that's a, yeah that's a, yeah, that's a pretty blowing figure
0: well well speaking of that there's another there's another now now josh told me and josh is the man one of four um on the census so this sold today for a paltry two hundred and sixty-four thousand dollars. So two hundred and sixty-four racks, baby. Let's go. That was uh, a big
1: sale.
0: Yeah, I mean, is that
2: five times what the last one sold for?
0: I'll look. Um, and and the thing too is, um, I mean, I got. Yeah, I the, mean, it's. I'll keep going.
1: But here's here's the thing about this book that people don't kind of understand. Not that they don't understand it. I mean, it We're waiting for a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. That's over two hundred thousand is a strong price. But I, I think this was more deserving than, than the shock cover, just because like like it's it's it, this book is really tough nine, eight. I mean four nine eights. There are probably more shock sixes and nine eights than there are of this book. And it's hard to believe it's just a Bronze Age book. You would think that there, there aren't many nine eights, but this book is it's it's one of those like top desirable nine eights. Like this is more. Um, I, I would, like, assume in, like, any other grade, like, a lot of them, like, the Hulk 181s go for more than than a Ghost Rider. It's true, right? Like, in a 5 or a 181 would go for, like, what, 5 grand in the Ghost Rider. Like, Marvel Spotlight 5 would be, like, 2,000 or 2,500. But in this grade, it's flipped. So that's where, like, the market kind of gets interesting, where, like, a 9.8 Marvel Spotlight 5 is well over what a 181 and 9.8 is. Now, so it's, like, it's kind of crazy.
0: The last uh, sale of this, uh, a 9.8 of this caliber, obviously, was 26 uh 48,000 48, yeah. 2016. so they just don't anymore. come up
2: uh, we've been everybody's been waiting for one like who's got them when are they gonna let one go
1: yeah and like the, the, whoever sold it it was the perfect time for, for selling that book right now I,
2: if I have a all, recollection, yeah i think they subbed this i think um when uh brian weedman uh was on yeah. here he said that you know look we subbed a nine eight check it yeah. out It'll be in the feature auction. Crazy. Oh, like, holy shit!
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's even more incredible that they, they submitted. I mean, like to submit a nine eight of a book where at the time there was only three of them. Like that's and it's such a desirable hot book. Like if you had this book in mint shape, he would submit it. You know, you're not just yeah. keeping it there. So. It, and it,
0: it, you know, when when you start to get even in the nines, I mean, eight and a half nines. That's when you start seeing the progression of the price go crazy. Obviously. Mm-hmm you know, black cover, obviously, I mean, you're not hiding anything on that cover when it comes to any kind of imperfections. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, like you said, and everybody's seen that book. I mean, I've had that book in my collection. Um, so it, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, t- it's
1: just shocking because like, that's always been like, a I would say like B tier book where it's not, it wasn't like the top, top end with like, ASM hey, one twenty nines and hope ones like, but it was still up there in price, but mm-hmm. to see a copy, you go for, for over a quarter of a million dollars, that's it's it's pretty impressive. Nine eight or not, that's like that's a pretty, that's a big feat for that book to to reach. So it just goes to show that like, you know, where is the limit on these books? Like, when when does the hobby like stop? Like, is it just going to keep going like this, or as more and more people get into it? I mean, I don't. Know, I got into other hobbies, and I noticed that like I was looking at the cards and other things, and it was like, in comparison to to the other hobbies, comics are undervalued. I mean, like. It, like the census numbers are so skewed on these other things where like comics are rarer compared to some of like the high end cards that go for hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars. And there's hundreds of them out there, mm-hmm. you know? So it's kind of, that's what kind of made me think like, oh shit, maybe comics are undervalued. Then since January of this year, six months ago, everything just like doubled and tripled in price. Like if you just look at the sales data, it's literally started since the beginning of this year. So yeah. yeah no,
2: And we talked about that uh, again. Do you think, um, uh, golden age comics are still undervalued in a market, uh, a comic market where, you know, fucking third print modern books that are half a year old or a $1,000, nine, eights, you know, yeah. we're like, uh, 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 as my buddy, uh, Joe calls him dish rag copies of Hulk one eighty one are or like $2,500. <laughs> Do you think that, I mean, am I nuts? I was thinking about um, you know, and I hate to talk about like my buying list with Golden Age comics, but I just think about these books and I'm like, well, I could have that piece of like overpriced whatever, like that's cool, but you know was cool it wasn't cool enough for me to buy it when it was a grand or two. That's now five or ten, or I can get like some priceless work of like you know some timely key like something with real history or whatever for a comparable price um it just blows my mind
1: yeah i think the yeah the golden age is still undervalued and like just i'll just uh, touch on one little thing and then pass it on to josh um in terms of golden age books and like people ask like because there's people that would come to you and be like oh like how do you how do you connect to them like you know they're so old you weren't born you weren't around during those times a little Oh, golden age is only for the old people but no like since i've joined instagram i think it was around 2016 is when i joined like the comic community on instagram and it wasn't as big as it is today there were maybe like three or four or five golden age collectors like any golden age but bo- like three or four people that would ever post golden age it was all like kind of silver and bronze and if you had an a15 you were like a god on instagram around that time it was kind of fun nowadays like almost everyone has an a15 you know it's just it's it's different and like there are a ton of golden age collectors and it's it's very cross-collectible now. Like There are people that, like, they just jumped into the hobby. And they're usually like when people get in the hobby, they kind of get into, like, what they like first. You know, whether it was growing up, it was Bronze Age or the superheroes they get into the silver. And then they work their way up to the gold. And then eventually they collect original art. But nowadays, I just see people, like, like, Chamber 19. Like, I have people ask me about that book, like, every week or Black Hat 50. And they're like, oh, like, they just kind of got into the hobby. Like, oh, I want to collect Spider-Man 6 and I want a Black Hat 50. It's like, like, damn, like, it's such a... It, it's it's so different than it was before where there was like a slower progression and i i think part part of the reason why it's like that is because of instagram just the way the way instagram works is that like you, you share the photo right so you get this really cool cover and you share it and then someone sees it like holy shit, that's that's amazing the, the artwork's beautiful like I, I want that and they start hunting for that you know so it's because because of that kind of shareability and being able to to share the passion and just just share the knowledge and artwork for golden age i think it's really Increase the value, and that's why I don't think it's going anywhere. I think, I think everyone's always going to get a kick of seeing Nazis beat up and in the World War Two shambler covers and the horror stuff and just the colors and, like Josh said, they don't make that art anymore. It's it's totally different. So, yeah, I think that's.
3: <clears throat> yeah, I would I would say it's very underpriced. I mean, like I was saying earlier, I mean, dude, I mean, I'm just that kind of person, but I'll take. Ten pre-code horror covers for 100 bucks, 200 bucks a piece before I'd even think about investing that much in like a modern book. I mean, call me crazy, but it, it's just it is what it is. And I think that that was a stigma, you know, of golden ages for old people and all that stuff. I mean, I was in my 20s when I started in the golden age and I started out collecting, you know, bronze when I was a little kid. And uh it's, it's just not like that anymore. I mean, like you were saying, you know, you can just share something on Instagram or Facebook or wherever and it's people see that and they go, you know, holy cow, like I never knew that was a thing or that existed. Like, I mean, the art is out of this world and it's just something that people should look at more and I think invest in more and enjoy it more. I mean, it's, it's a whole nother world and it's something that's great.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm sure some of you guys are familiar with the Gerber guides, you know, like those Gerber photo journals where they have all the Golden Age books. And
2: You read my mind.
1: Yeah, it's like that's like the Gerber of like the of the like the present. you know, because we're back in the day, you would get that book and you would kind of flip through it and you go, holy shit, that's a crazy cover. And that's that's where a lot of the classic covers started to grow and people started ordering them because back then you didn't there was no Internet. There were, You just you basically that was the, the closest thing you got to seeing what books are out there and then you would just kind of order them online. But nowadays people post covers like oh i never knew that existed then someone else goes on for that then they buy their only copy on ebay right and then it's like okay that copy goes down then the next one comes up and that's that's just how it, it seems to grow it's kind of it's very it's contagious like that mm-hmm. <laughs> i think when, when you make those posts
2: yeah so with instagram um for people who are like i don't, I don't know i don't know, what's a fucking ig uh <laughs> right <laughs> like i've got what, I don't know, uh, TikTok or Twitch, or, you know, like, I hate social media. I'm yeah. tired of hearing about your shitty political opinions. Instagram is like the alternative for uh, us to look at pictures, avoid someone's horrific theories about geopolitics, and uh, just kind of like celebrate our hobby. And if you're new and you don't have one, you can basically like create an account, Mm -hmm. and go to a guy like uh, Flexin's IG and look at the people that he's following and if they appear to be family members don't follow them (laughs) fucking weirdo but if they (laughs) appear to be comic people follow them right and all of a sudden you've got like the major accounts that are just there in your feed I mean like I, for example, uh, wanted to start to learn a little bit more about um, these foreign golden age comics that uh, Josh does psychopath. And I started following (laughs) what he's doing over there. Uh, I got like Brazilian golden age art popping up uh, in my feed. And um, can you guys kind of talk about some of the uh, hashtags that you follow or, or like how you label uh, some of your photos, or, or some like just uh, beginning tips for people to use on IG. I'll
0: go. I'll go. I do. Uh, I do. Uh, hashtag Golden age comics, right? Hashtag Golden age comics for sale. Um, hashtag GA comics. Um, what else? Hashtag IG comics. Um, usually, usually some of the guys do that. Hashtag IG comic family. That's those are pretty big ones, obviously. Um, what else do I? Do? hashtag comic books um if you're an oa you know hashtag original art or oa you know stuff like that but that's that's what i kind of filter on i mean that's some of them
1: but yeah i think those like those look the, pretty pretty the common main ones that people use basic
0: so,
2: yeah, yeah. And like
1: like you said i mean just right. go to like go to like golden age collector's page and just scroll through it and you'll be surprised what kind of stuff you see here or just yeah. use a hashtag like artist name like Schomburg or LB Cole. LB Cole, just, yeah. Yeah, and just go through there and be like, Oh shit, this is amazing. And then before you know it, you're spending money.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Matt Baker. You know, and, yeah. and the thing too is like I think Instagram cultures a better community, I guess, than other platforms. Oh, um, so much like, better. like Facebook Dude, and all that other stuff. There was a there was a guy who I'm friends with who's
2: a fucking idiot and a nut all at the same time, who's like, I've got to get off of this Instagram. I'm going back to wait for it. Oh boy. Twitter. I like it. It was like, Jesus God, man, what are you uh, a fucking masochist? Why would you want to do that to yourself? Everybody's happy over here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: We're all so happy.
0: And I think I think well I think I think I can safely what? say the weasels who are on Instagram and the just curb kick you know, tire kickers and all those people. I think they're pretty easily found out about and, you know, yeah. talked about in the community. But if you're a real Golden Age person who loves comics and, you know, dude, you know, straight nose is like all these other guys, like, you know, Man Cave Comics and all the guys we've had on the previous shows, like, it's the biggest swap meet I've, I think I've seen community-wise without, you know, it's like, hey, I want to do this or I want to do that or I want to – I'm looking for this and, like, oh, I'll help you out Like, or, I'm looking for this, you know. It's not like – Oh, I'm going to find it. It's mine and I'm going to get it. And you want it back. I'm going to sell it to you for a million dollars. Like
2: like, people sell me their under copies of like books that I could never find. If I started like uh, looking mm -hmm. in brick and mortars today and looking on eBay for the rest of my life. Uh, And they'll just be like, Oh yeah, I got one of those here. It's cool. I'm like, you're the nicest person ever. Thank (laughs) you. Yeah. Yeah. Just out of the kindness
1: of their heart. Yeah. I, I love Instagram. I think it's a great community. I mean, I don't want to down talk any other communities of course but i've been to other like marketplaces or not marketplaces but just social medias and mm. there's it's a lot it's a lot of toxic there's a lot of toxicity there's a lot of like bullshit a lot of scammers with instagram it's 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 not as common you know so and just comics in general because i've collected like nowadays i've collected like art cards and video games and like comics seem to be like the safest like best hobby but there's like actual genuine genuine people there's a lot less scanner scammers and bullshit with cards like you'll get scammed every day like i asked yeah. I, when i got into it i asked like a guy i'm like okay do you have a list of like the people to, i should avoid He's like, oh, i have a list of like five people that are good <laughs> I'm like what he's like avoid the rest <laughs> it's like that bad oh like, for, yeah yeah for like certain Jesus like, spe- specifically like Yu-Gi-Oh cards is terrible because they're oh, all like is. yeah uh, i mean like it turned me off of it like i started collecting it's cool and then after just getting like all, a bunch wow. of like PayPal like payments, like I, I never had that before. I never had a PayPal payment refunded with comics, never, never really dealt with that kind of stuff. But with, with a lot of these other hobbies, I'm starting to learn that's like, holy shit, it's all about the money for them. Like, some they'll get off for $20 more, and then they'll sell it the next day. It's like, versus like comics, like I've seen people get offered a lot like, you know, like people keep their word The community is a lot better in comics. So that's what I'm trying to say. But yeah, it's, it's it was an eye opener for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy I, I
2: don't even know what a Yu-Gi-Oh is, but I'm staying yeah. away from them. No, <laughs> no, them. That's probably a
0: good idea. That's yeah, my <laughs> yeah. childhood, man. Don't don't try to hate on my childhood. <laughs>
2: is that uh, like it's like a Mario character, like the, no, the turtle? It's
0: like, no, you know, It's no. like the two
2: big
1: card games, Pokemon and the Yu-Gi-Oh! It's like the back well, of-
2: I mean, I'm with you Like I get that part, but if you didn't have the word Yu Gi Oh on it and you showed me a Yu-Gi-Oh!
0: So Yu Gi Oh! I got like- nothing. Like, i mean, I mean you have like a deck, what? right? It's like it's like Pokemon meets Magic: The Gathering, dude. It's like so they had like little wrist. Yeah, but is it like a
2: figure? Is it no, like a,
1: like a? I'll sh- I'll show you. A card. You don't know, see those cards.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll, On the back.
1: Yeah, just show them a card.
0: Jesus. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know this turned into. I'm uh, sorry. I'm
1: sorry. I know. didn't want to I didn't, no, didn't want to get there, but I just. That's it just tiny. goes to show like how good the comic hobby is. Oh, to
0: others. I mean, it looks it, the card looks like this, so um, I don't. Mean, this is this is worth fifty cents, so it's you know, watch it's going to get. We're going to show this, and people are going to think I'm going to. I'm talking about some book or some card that's worth eight million dollars, and they're like, eight that's gonna million
2: dollars!" I'm yes, gonna sue you if you don't. So yeah,
0: it's like a Yu Gi Oh card. It's like you know. So show, show, the the
1: show them the back show them the back oh they don't have a
0: back, back picture on this one okay let me i'll show you the back one let me pop this like, down it's like
1: that little like wormhole thing like, yeah
0: yeah,
1: yeah. you've
2: seen it nico you must have seen yeah. it yeah nico, <sighs> nico, oh. Dude, I, i'm scared of cards i, I want to buy Anyways, uh, no
1: one wants to talk about these <laughs> cards <I don't> legitimately
2: though <laughs> i want to buy uh, <laughs> i want to buy um like uh old marvel and dc cards from like the go. 60s and 70s yeah, that's, you that, know. that just that I just, that, that, that? That, just oh, okay. that looks bad. That looks dangerous. <laughs>
0: that.
2: It says, "Stay away from it." It's like a black <laughs> hole, of doom.
0: You know what's funny? I, when oh, New, man. New York came out, dude. It was like I was like, I don't know, "Was I middle school?" Yeah, you know what's but... funny
2: is you kept me from buying the first appearance of Wolverine on a card, and I yes, to this I did. day am still trying to find it. I'm very. Wait, upset wh- about why
0: it. would you want that? So like, because <laughs> I thought it'd be nice. <laughs> You're the guy who's like, you, you know. A couple, a couple. I know it's gonna, it's gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, it's gonna this be is, terrible. Is, the comments are terrible I, right this now. This is
2: how I lose money.
0: This is no. This is when you, when you showed me on Flipside one night oh. about all your, all your cards you had when you were a kid, and it was the saddest polls I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was.
2: I'm like a sad Michael Jordan meme when I do anything other than comics, like yeah. legitimately. No. Like it's fucking or whether it's toys
0: or like. Just oh, like, I, got, you know. I got some impel cards man it's like oh jesus christ so yeah. anyway. um anyways sorry yeah. so sorry. No, it's okay so like like but it, it is interesting when it comes to that like and a lot of the card people who are coming over to comics and like we, we we talked about some flip side about now they're putting a rookie card or rookie appearance or you know it's it's right. a lot of it's a lot of interesting translation and you know, when when it comes to the modern game's a lot different, but nine eights and nine sixes, and we can belabor this point, maybe like do in other shows, but it's like nine sixes need to get their dues at some point. I mean, now and that, now when it comes to the vintage comics, I mean, you know, it, it, it takes it with a grain of salt. Like, is is a one eighty one, you know, a nine six? Is it you know, it's just as good as a nine eight? I mean, you ever look at the picture of the nine nine? Yeah. Saying so, no more, fam. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I got you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs>
2: but no, it's just it's
0: just interesting how the new money is coming about You know, Wall Street, all these crypto kids, all these, you know, card money guys. It's, you know, they're just branching out and expanding their empires, as you would call it, into a different atmosphere. So I'm surprised, you know, we can just talk about the supplies. I mean, when it when it comes to like supplies, right, everybody sees in right? You can't buy top loaders. You can't buy penny sleeves. You can't buy, you know, bags. You can't buy boards right now. I mean, it's it's becoming a, a phase out, and it's going to be interesting how it happens. And I think we'll see in the next couple of years a lot of people who got into it are going to give up. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a lot of give-ups at the end of the day. Like, hey, I had a lot of time to do this, but now it's like I got life, you know. And, it's, you know, me and Nico talked about this on other shows, too, about how, you know, after COVID and all this stuff, returning back to normal, it's going to be interesting how many people have time to sit around and like, oh, I collected cards for the last year and a half for comics. And either it's going to be a big establishment of people are going to throw that shit in their closet and it's going to sit there for 40 years and then they're going to open it up one day and be like, I got it. Or it's going to be exit stage one and it's going to be, yo, I'm just going to a comic book store or a con with a bag of books and like. Just give me whatever, just to get me out of this. So that's my prediction. Yeah. Can we uh, try to run through uh, Stray's
2: IG? Yeah, sure, we can do that. Yeah, can do I can do whatever you want. Me to it's do. fucking exceptional, and sure. uh, I'd really like to uh, share that with people who haven't seen it before and hear it from the man himself. Yeah. Um, um, holy shit! Um, what
0: I'll do is, um, I'll show your page. When you um when you see something that you tell me you tell me when to stop or you tell me what to click on, you want me to click on some of your sales
1: over here? No, no, it's okay. It's, it's, <laughs> oh no, 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 I got that all. Smart. I'd rather, I'd rather talk. I don't care what's one stuff. Yeah, I don't so. care. I'd rather talk about like the, the cool stuff. Um, let's all right, see. Well, that can was... we start
2: with the black cat? Yeah,
1: yeah this one? sure. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, when you talk about uh, restored books, it in the silver age people are like yeah i don't want that but when it comes to golden age comics people don't seem to give a fuck particularly when it's like um you know black cat 50 and that particular copy is gorgeous um can you talk about why that book's so important uh and about restored books generally
1: yeah so i mean this book specifically i it's it's been like held on a pedestal for a few years now i mean it's a classic horror cover but i think instagram in particular and social media and just like the just kind of being like, like we were talking about earlier, being able to share these incredible covers has helped contribute to this book. Like there was a point where like kind of everyone was wanting one. and They still do is still an expensive book. Like same thing with chamber 19. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just become a very famous, like pre cord horror, like uh, icon or like image. And I think it's just, it's, it's the famous melting face cover with the radium and the white heat. And I mean, it's a beautiful cover. You got the, it's all black. And then just like the detail, that uh, Lee Elias did there for like just his face melting off, and it's like as gruesome as it can get. So it's it's become like one of like the top most desirable pre-code order covers, and even restored because I mean a 30 blue could could run you double the price of a restored copy these days. So it's just like you know it could be you could save yourself thousands of dollars. You know you could pay half of, of what it would cost if it was a blue label. So if someone that just wants to get one, they don't have eight thousand dollars to spend. You know it's a good alternative to to buy a restored copy. So I think it's more acceptable with, with the golden age. Whereas silver age, you have a lot more, or bronze age, you have a lot more options. You can go lower grade. There's more out there for, for a book like this. I mean, like any given time, like I don't. I think if you go on eBay, I don't even know if there is one up right now. There might be one or two. So you don't have that much options or choice, so.
2: Yeah, now Josh, you know uh, what I picked up as my alternative, right? Mm-hmm. El Gato Negro. <laughs> there, yeah. is, uh,
0: there is one listed right now.
1: Yeah,
2: um, I had to snag the Mexican nice. copy from Australia. So you got,
1: a Mexi- you got a Mexican Black Cat 50? Yeah. Oh, that's that's actually even rarer. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I, I had to buy it from Australia, and when they sent it to me, it had fucking masking tape on it.
0: I'll, uh, I was like, what the fuck? I'll <laughs> I will show
2: paid like, uh, $1,000, which I thought was a steal, and they sent it without a bag with masking tape on it. I was like, holy fuck.
1: I'll, yeah.
0: uh, I'll show this listing, so check this out. Boom. Uh, I don't know when this started. got loaded. Uh, oh, it's not
1: listed today, I think. This oh, get the fuck out of here. Deal. It's a pretty good deal, too, actually. Yeah.
0: And, and it's gone. No, I'm joking.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is on this show. <laughs> uh, it, probably, it'll probably sell within the next day or two. But yeah, yeah what's, I mean,
2: up? what's up? What's the rest
1: of? A small amount
0: of color touch on cover. So, and it's a slight C1, so it can't be too crazy. Um, well, shit. I don't in it. You know, that's I hate...
1: darn interesting. Yeah, and it's like, is it probably in his hair there, I'm guessing? A lot of time, the color touches on the spine. For yeah. Spine, and this is a black cover. I mean, it could, could be anywhere. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't, these I don't these know. covers are very, like, and it's hard to tell with a saturated scan like that. I mean, you yeah. have to really kind of get a good close look at it, but yeah, I mean, that's that just goes to show, I mean, the only one listed is Restored too. I mean, sometimes it's all you can get or budget accounts for, it, and they could be a good um, good investments too, especially, I, I think like when it comes to like the bigger books, like Wiz two cap One, Batman one, I mean, those books and blue labels are already past six figures. A lot of them. Right. Mm-hmm. So like if you can, you can get a restored copy, at least you could for like as low as like 30 to like 40 or sometimes even 20, like really low grade restored and it's like, why not? When the, when a blue labels over a hundred grand, like I'll save mm-hmm. 60, 70 grand, you know, it's just like, and like, as people kind of see that and as those kind of get out of reach. As those big, bigger uh, labels get out of reach, so at least they'll go up in value as well. So, it's a nice entry level
0: price point. And then uh, as we got that, so that's that's a good point. Uh, Let me uh, go up here. So, some witches tail action. TMT one. Look at you. That's
1: pretty cool. Yeah, that's one of my favorite books. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love the Ninja Turtles? And uh, obviously. This is like one of the most important books of the last like thirty five years. It is mm. the most important book of the last thirty five years that came out. It spawned a huge franchise. Um, Last year, it's exploded in value. Mm. I used to have a ton of them. These used to be like uh, more affordable. Like I don't want to say cheap, mm. but they used to be quite affordable. Like an A five, I remember getting for like three thousand dollars, twenty eight hundred dollars, and now an A five yeah. is over twenty grand. You know, and it's like even not even like. I'd say a year and a half ago and eight five was around like I think six or seven grand. Like not even that long ago, like maybe two I, years
0: ago. I have a buddy. Um we talked him out of a nine eight TMT one for like uh, but it, but I mean it was it was expensive at the time. Is that vigilantes? No, no, it's my boy TJ. Uh, it was uh twenty six thousand he wanted for it or twenty like close to thirty. 30K. How how long ago was
1: that? Like six years ago? Seven years two, ago? Two two years ago maybe? For two. for number one first print, yep. Really, that's that's not too bad, right? Yeah, do you know yeah I
0: mean, but you know, it, he's the biggest TMT fan, and I was like, Whoa, dude, twenty six stacks, man. I mean, it was like, geez. I know,
1: I I I know what you mean. Like, you're I you're making to my one, head hurt. I know. <laughs> do you do you want to take a guess of what a 9.8 is worth now? Because I know a private offer on one, and it's like
0: um probably I, it was it was twenty six k two years ago, right? And the, the explosion of everything, I, I bet you it's probably close to what, 125? Probably?
1: There, there's a private offer of 180K. Mm, Jesus Christ.
2: Which is, wow. which is a
1: lot. Which is a lot. I yeah. remember
2: when one sold for 40 about a year and a half ago, and people were angry. They were like, "This is bullshit. This is this isn't even a real price. I don't understand why people are paying this forty thousand dollars for this." Uh, I remember yeah. fucking listening to them on YouTube talk about it. They were so mad, like, "This is just isn't. This isn't realistic. This price, this value." <laughs> well,
1: uh, <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> its funny, it's true, but like, I just want to say something about that. Like, I don't know. You, you can listen to people complain and say whatever they want. At the end of the day, it's the people who are bidding and the market decides. But the other mm-hmm. thing is like. I find it funny that a lot of my better deals come from books that i've overpaid for you know books that i mm-hmm. really had to shell out cash because all the books that i had to fight for to win and then in the next few years when you know other copies don't come up or they slowly go up in value like that's been the better deals it have been mm-hmm. the books that i've paid for up front so i remember i i bought like a uh, 0.5 suspense three which is like <laughs> the classic chomper cover it's jesus like, actually it's behind me there. See that? It's on oh, a wall. It's just a poster. bastard.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll do a little bit of this action yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just a poster. You can't really see it. But, like, yeah. so that's the cover there. Um, So I bought a .5 in, I think, 20, 2016 or so. Please tell me you still have it. I upgraded it. So I, uh, I got I it. I fucking love it. <laughs> but I paid, listen to this, I paid, like, 6000 I think, for... If you want heritage, you'll see it. I paid like 5,500 and I basically sold like my Hulk one and two to get it. And everyone thought I was crazy. People call me stupid on Instagram. Like what's wrong with you? Why would you pay $5,000 for an incomplete book? They're like, it's not, there's no superheroes involved. Like that's a, yeah, that's a nice one. Oh, I think someone in the chat, Sean has a really nice one. Oh, there he is. And like, I paid a lot of money for it at the time and everyone called me crazy and, and all that. And then. And then years later I, I someone offered me 10 and i was like i you know i politely declined it i mean it was a nice offer but i didn't want to sell it and then this other guy kept reaching out for me because i mean i story reaching out to me it's just one of those books where you can't this book doesn't even come up for sale every year not no. even every two years it's one of those books where it's like you have one you're holding on to it or you have the and if you want one you have to pry it from a collector's hand hmm. and this guy kept hitting me up and he kept increasing his offer and i ended up getting like a pretty strong price for it like over 20 cash and trade for it where it was like that was one of my better deals and I thought you know I paid a lot to get it. You know, I overpaid at the time, but it turns out it was one of the better deals that I bought.
0: See and I think too is like over overpaying in in two different markets, we talk about this all the time. Like nobody's buying, you know, at least I think I'm comfortable saying in this panel, like a 98 Ultimate Fallout Four pairing for thirty G or whatever the fucking value is. Um but not gonna happen. Yeah, but overpaying on a suspense three or, or another classic golden age cover, you know, s- sands of big ones like Cap One and all that crazy stuff, I think that has a better chance of gaining in value, increasing in value over x amount of months, years, whatever you want to call it, than a you know UF four variant or you know some other modern comic that's crazy. You know, Psycho one RRP's. I mean, I can I can talk about that all day too, but you know, like suspense three, if I pay. You know, so like, sorry if you if you pay five six grand. I mean, you're like, okay. And the last sale was four. I mean, two grand. That's nothing. I mean, especially when it doesn't come up every two years and the low census numbers and all that. You know,
2: the last zombie that price. sold on eBay was what forty, and that was like a year and a half ago. Is that about so. right? Yeah, it was, a,
1: was a while ago. Yeah, and then there was a restored one that also went. For, was that the restored one that went for forty? There was a restored one that went for like in that range. 40, yeah, I think 40. so. Forty. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. Like, if you're gonna overpay on a book or a piece of art, just choose the right. Make sure it's the right piece. Like, don't overpay on a common book that just 20 copies on eBay. Or, um, or
0: Western or something that's not valuable, right? I mean, right. Or overpay something on
1: something that you that you really want, something that's really rare, and, and you'll be surprised. Like how like, if you overpaid for it, think about other people. They probably overpaid for it too, right? Like if you want it and you're you're willing to to risk it for 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 the book, then I'm sure others will as well. So just kind of like, yeah, like. Use kind of common sense for that, but it's definitely like uh, my philosophy has always been like buy the book that that you want, the book that you can afford. Like if you can't if you can't afford a high grade, just get a low grade in the meantime because by the time that high grade comes up that you can buy, then you can sell your low grade and help fund that. And it's gone up in value too, so it kind of helps with that. So,
3: hundred percent.
0: I mean, me and Nico were talking about. I bought a I bought a uh, Marvel Mysteries forty five Red Skull Elden Pedigree. I mean, I didn't break the bank on it, but I mean. Like we said, you just buy that book and you just hold on to that thing. I mean, it's like, you know, somebody comes over and gives me five grand, you know, six, whatever the number is. You know, it's like, you know, but the, the problem too is like, then I think, can I ever get that book back? You know, like Suspense 3, like, can you ever get that book back? That's, for every UF4s and all these crazy moderns, it's like, I, I have more personal tests with a gold dance. It's just like, can I ever get that book back? I mean, you get a lower grade, obviously, but I mean... The rare rare ones can you can you get those back like like you said Suspensory, if you let that Suspensory go, when's no, the next win? one? Yeah, yeah. It's like-
1: you won't get another. It's funny like Sean. Shot Sean, shot, I just saw his comment. Uh, I it was, mm-hmm. it's what he wrote is true. Like I'm, um, he he mentioned that I was on the phone with him when there, there was a suspensory auction. It was a one point oh one. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we were on the phone going back and forth. And he's like, I don't know, it's a lot of money. I was like, man, if you want that book and you like it, go for it. Yeah, and I think I think it's proven it's proven true at this point because. I don't think one's come up in, in a low affordable kind of grade since then. And there have been worse books that have sold for more. So yeah, if there's something you want, yeah, go for it now rather than later. It's usually cheaper now than a few years.
2: So it, for people who are um, you know apprehensive about um, making big purchases on comics, um, you know, one of the things I kind of try to express to them is like, you're going out and you're spending a couple hundred dollars every fucking Wednesday. Yep. Buying yeah. trash. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you've got a ton of comics that are just sitting there doing nothing. The um, guys like uh, DS talk about having, you know, sort of like uh, a portfolio of what's he say? He's got, he keeps like fifty slabs or something. Yeah, he's got like I don't, couple,
0: I don't want to speak for him, but that's okay. yeah, he got a couple short boxes, and it's like you know for for guys who have like like even like Nico or like even me, hundreds and hundreds of books, and you're just buying books to buy books, and it's you know you're you're getting you know twenty long boxes deep, forty long boxes deep, you know these Golden age guys, you know I I would you mean know, straight maybe you can agree it's like. You don't you don't got forty long boxes of Golden Age
1: stuff slaying around like no. it's you know it's like it's quality over quantity all the time. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, and it's
0: like and it's at the time like you just make the decision like it's like you know you're gonna say I want X amount of books and like like how, how how DS does it you know I have four five short boxes and you know I just rotate on those four or five you know I sell one to buy one I sell two to buy whatever the you know whatever he's trying to flip around and do you know and it's, you know it's 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 an art in itself. Um Hell, I might bring some Golden Age books to Baltimore. Just yeah. throw them in my backpack and like, yo, let's 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 see what, let's get it on and let's see what we can do.
3: Yeah, so. and the
2: communities that I like the most are legitimately the foreign comic collecting community and the Golden Age comic collecting community. Mm-hmm. They are people who are most willing to kind of educate one another, um, help raise one another up. They're not, you know, like crabs in a bucket kind of trying to step on everyone else's head to get ahead, like modern comic collectors. You know what I mean? Like this is the first appearance of like somebody that doesn't really matter. No one cares.
0: Yeah. Or like, um, or like they're digging through dollar bins to find a, a detachment of truth. Number yeah, six. Yeah. That's they're going to elbow $3. you, right? Yeah, yeah, You're going
2: to take one into the chin so that they yeah. can get like a $20 book yeah. off the floor. You know what I mean? Like Jesus. Um, I, I mean, I, I like these communities. I, I think they they really uh, legitimately help one another, and um, I really kind of like the intersection of both. I, I think um, there's a few people that are doing that. Are you doing any of that? Stray? Are, are You buying any of these foreign books? I'll admit yeah. to to having a couple. Yeah, you too.
1: Yeah, man. I think the foreign books are really cool. I got a few. Um, I haven't like been able to dive in it too deep because I've been so many dipping my hands in like every little
3: thing there possible right
1: now. But it, 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 it can get pretty deep. But I have a few. I like it. I think it's cool. I think they're niche. And I think they'll go up in value as with everything else as people kind of catch on.
2: Yeah, we had Matt Nelson on uh, a couple different times. And I remember at one point in time we showed him, what was it, the Gibbies? That mm-hmm. were like mm-hmm. the – yeah, and he was, was just Delane, like yeah. – He was like, what is that? <laughs> Tell me more. I mean, that's a guy who's seen everything. You know what I mean? Um, and I—that's I, just kind of a neat thing that we're still unearthing, like books and like
3: treasures, and, and you know, I don't know. There's a there's a whole world out there.
0: How do you like your uh, your keen detectives twenty? What do you, what do you, you oh boy, no. you, oh, well, you hired that book, man? What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, you tell me, tell me something about it? You,
1: uh, like, if I want to sell it or just about the, <laughs> right.
0: book? you know, I see, I see one on, on, on eBay right now. It's like a 3L. They want, show us the, the, the pictures. pictures.
1: I'll, I'll yeah, yeah show us yeah, the no, pictures. I'll
0: show it's, you the damn pictures. I, I'll show you the eBay listing because I don't really care. Um, but it's, yeah, uh,
3: yeah, it's this
2: is a, a really cool, coo- it's a cool book. book that's on your IG though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah. Have you seen that one, Nico?
2: It's, oh, no, it's i'm rare. familiar i'm familiar with the book i i didn't realize uh he had a five zero or that there was a copy on ebay so i'll show the copy
0: on ebay too because i yeah, whatever so it just uh, got
1: listed today actually oh yeah. look at
0: this so, so um it's, it's interesting you know colors are just... different
1: did you notice the colors there's like yeah it's like, yep, colors
0: yeah yeah it's like and it, that doesn't surprise me i mean it's it's weird it's you know
1: it's yeah, it's kind of like not even just like the yellows. If you just look at the actual image at the bottom, there, like you look at the parachute and stuff like that, you'll 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 notice the colors. It seems yeah. like there's two different color variants. Like, look, that's green, and the other ones are mm-hmm. like brown. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, but
3: but yeah, it's a great cover.
1: It's a rare book. Um, I just think like I think it's a pretty badass book. I, I paid more for books that I think are less cool, <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's why I think I think it is the value book. Two grand is like, it's up there in the price. I think probably yeah. like. 12 to 1500 would be that's what I thought
0: too, like 12 be, 1500. But yeah, it was, you
1: know. would be fair, but you know, try to make an offer. Never even yeah. if it doesn't say make an offer, you can always shoot them. The yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. see what they say. But no, yeah, I so, mean, I
2: well, that's ahead. one of the things we should probably talk about for people who are not traditional, uh, golden age buyers. Unlike, mm-hmm. I mean, I think at least in my experience, I'm much uh, more comfortable. Looking to see who the eBay listing is from mm-hmm. of a Golden Age book, and then going and finding them on social media yeah, elsewhere. It's
1: the, the best thing you could do.
2: If
0: or, I or, just hit them up in eBay, I don't even care. I'm, 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 and then I say, Yo, what's the lowest you can go? And then they say, You know, X amount of money, and then I give them a lower number than that because that's how savage I am. Jesus Lord, <laughs> have mercy. I don't care. I don't listen, listen. I ain't got the CEO moniker for anything. Okay? Can you talk a little oh. bit about
2: the Destroyer? I love that Tuma Terror cover. Oh, one of my all time favorites. You want, you want to talk about this one or the Destroyer? or both? I the Destroyer is about ten million yeah. times more important.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the Destroyer is really, really cool. I love the Destroyer too. He's um what's significant about him um is that he he was actually he was standing for character creation, which is kind of an interesting fact that that me and my buddy got it added on to the cgc label he sent them an email he sent them a video of stan talking about it and they were able to actually add on like wow. stan lee's first character creation which is kind of cool but that's not why i love him it's just a little tidbit um, but basically he's like captain america mm-hmm. he, he gets a serum and he fights the nazis and you know patriotic world War two superhero but he fights specifically like in occupied germany and and that's what's like the difference between like captain america fights at home and the like, key fights kind of over there in uh, in europe so that's why uh the destroyer is so cool and, and he was just a rare character i mean like they only he 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 was only on like a few covers so he was on mystics comic six through ten which is like a coveted little run to, that people love to collect i mean the covers are so badass and especially this one too this is a jack kirby and alex schomburg cover which is like you never see schomburg and cole on this or uh, kirby on the same cover like this is i think the only one they did where they're both were they both worked on it so that's like pretty spectacular yeah so i mean he's a he's a cool character i mean i don't know like just the just the badass dude people refer to him as like the golden age punisher with the skull and everything um it's just yeah he's
2: he's hard as nails
1: yeah you he is. go read those books right jesus <laughs> yeah it's cool and like you know if, if i have a book that's raw i like to like flip through them and post the pictures too because a lot of people don't get a chance to so see the interior we were
0: talking about that with cinderella love uh was it 25 nico Or has it uh, been a? There hasn't been a, a person who's either cracked one open and or took the interiors pictures. I don't believe.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't uh,
1: know if I've seen that. interior. So yet. I'm Ooh.
2: a, I'm a moron. Uh, there was one that was listed. It, it was like out of, I don't know, Sweden or Australia or like, I don't Portugal. I don't fucking know. Some, uh, international, like strange auction. It sold for a really reasonable price. Um, like an idiot, I didn't even attempt to try to win it because I was like, oh, there's no way it's going to go for some goofy number, and it didn't. Um, and then, uh, just to double down on on my being a dumbass, uh, they posted some of the interiors that are like better than McFarland in his prime. I mean, the line work from Baker, was you were just like, you'd love it, and now I can't find them on fucking Google. I'm like, why didn't I screenshot this? What the fuck is wrong with me? There, I'll find like, it for you. There's
1: a few sites. There's... Um... Well, this is another Golden Age tip, too. Um, yeah, oh Elliot, yeah, please. There's a, there's a website called comicbookplus.com. I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. When Nico gets a pen and paper
2: out, it's over. Probably... <laughs> I know. I get so excited when people teach me stuff.
1: So check us out. So, um, yeah, write down comicbookplus.com. Let me just double check that that's actually the full name before I, like, send you to some <laughs> X-rated, X-rated no, site. No, that's no, it. it, okay. Yeah, that's it I'm right. okay with that, too. Yeah,
0: fine. <laughs> right, I know you are. So com.
1: That's it. Yeah, you click on comic books on the top left. um, yeah. And then, man, it's got a plethora of Golden in each bunch of publishers, Ace, Hart, Harvey, Ajax, like everything that's non-copyrighted pretty much, like non-Marvel, non-VC, but there's other sites for those too. So like we'll, just, we'll,
0: just, we'll just click on something. Uh, yeah, just
1: click let's, on, let's, on any.
0: Looks like I have some Black Hood stuff, whatever.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty good, and this is a good way to like. People ask, "Well, how do I check if it's complete?" Like, how do I don't know the page count. Um, there's there's other ways, but this is also a good way just to compare it to here.
0: Yeah, um, and basically you can do uh, like next, and it says fifty eight yeah. pages, and you can go through and kind of and just there, go next and
1: yeah. Just go
0: through.
2: So, on the issue of complete, right? Yep. Again, Golden Age comics—the only comics that are uh, in—they can be incomplete, and people are just like, "Yeah, I'll take it." I mean I, I sold a uh, I sold an incomplete book for like a grand a couple months ago. No big well, deal.
0: Well we page they counted that uh, we page counted that one golden age book I bought at the uh um at the Combin, you went to remember?
2: Yeah, Dino's wife was like, Oh, Dino's gonna buy a golden age book and I'm like, Jesus Christ, did he count the pages? Let's go <laughs> like, no. like zipping across the fucking room.
1: No,
0: I didn't do like, Yeah, whatever, man. It's fine. Just buy
1: yeah, it. Yeah, I mean like you know, like you just have to be more aware when you're buying Golden Age that, like, there's like there oh. restoration that might be incomplete. Um, it just might be incomplete too. So, you just have to. I, my, I recommend you always count the pages. Um, you know, like if you're buying something at a show, too, even, even if it was, it, it was if cheapish, it was yeah, if it's, if it's cheap, whatever. You it know, it was cheap. He bought matter. an incomplete
0: book,
2: it had like four pages and a cover. He was excited <laughs> oh, about a <laughs> like oh, slabbed. It yeah. Like, so, I
0: bought a uh, I bought a tech, I don't even know what the hell it was, tech something, tech. 68 or something it's the one where uh they're on the wheel or whatever and it had like 20 pages missing but it was like 20 bucks or something i'm like whatever dude like i'll buy it the cover was That's great cover looks absolutely per- under, under
1: 100 bucks
0: Yeah, yeah i bought um i bought i guess vintage-ish um i bought two as two sam annual number ones for like under 50 bucks a piece Oh, I like, fucking stole them, dude. I was so proud of you. I was like, eh. so they were like, for you, 50 bucks. I'm like, it's, I don't even care. You could you could name anything under 100 and it's gone.
2: Yeah, the irony of the uh, ASM annual ones that you were buying is that, like, I simultaneously was friends with the dealer who thought he ripped you off and you. And he's like, dude, some asshole bought it. And I'm like, why don't you fucking tell me I'd have bought that? And then Dino's like, dude, guess what I bought? And I'm like, motherfucker, of course you bought it. Of course
0: That's funny, yeah. <laughs> of course and, and you know, it's funny, um, we were talking ASM annual, uh like missing pages or .5s or whatever you want to call them. Uh, they're going for like a thousand bucks right now. I mean, I, I picked them up under a hundred. I go uh, get them graded. Is that fucking bizarre? Like bucks. Look, you don't want to see me, bro. You don't want to see me on a con. It's over. We we're going to go to bizarre? Baltimore together. And gonna thought, be, it's gonna be interesting. Josh
2: yeah. yelled at me yesterday. Uh, he's still mad today. <laughs> I can see it in his face because we were talking about the uh the difference. What's a better buy? El Supredante Ambre Arena number one twenty-eight, the wedding cover, mm-hmm. raw three five, or blue label seven oh ASM annual number one.
1: You mean like the ASM like wedding mm-hmm. like the the, the Sinister the Six like, yeah yeah no I mean yeah. like the no the porn comic is up there the oh A the wedding when
2: Stacy dies he, yeah that's that's no not the one where she dies the uh, so the wedding cover which is the Spanish uh, or I'm sorry the Mexican uh, like uh, Duran got the rights to make yeah, these like the like one, the, the yeah, that's yeah. No, that,
1: that was is, all the yeah.
3: non-canon stuff
2: yeah non-canon 3-5 that's raw. impossible
1: that's an impossible book yeah that cool. book's insane
2: well, or a seven really? zero blue
1: label. I just pulled things up for you. Yeah,
2: seven zero blue label, amazing Spider
1: Man Annual number one. No, this <laughs> this is so much.
2: That's cooler. that's what he said to me. He yelled at me. I'm like, yeah, Dude. no.
1: I, here's the thing. I mean, like, it's it's niche versus mainstream and stuff like that. But um, it's, and the thing, other thing is, that, like, ASM one annual. Uh, sorry, ASM annual one just skyrocketed in price, whereas like a seven zero was probably like somewhat affordable or attainable like a yeah. year ago where and it's
0: I, now, i've but... had an annual one i've never had a, a 128 foreign like you i've had an annual that. one before i had a two and a half man i mean it's whatever dude my uh that one's
3: my, my big booty went to a golden age collector i mean it's just there's something you know it's just there it's the golden age buyers are buying foreigns no first think, they're the first yeah. guys
2: in
0: or well, I think a, there's a lot of cool, cool, there, you know, there's a lot of cool foreign golden age stuff that people don't realize. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, yeah, you can buy foreign age, you know, variants from, you know, you know, uh, Cross and Panini. Panini, yeah, do all the error, you know, or what's the one in Mexico? You know, the other, um the um, other ones
2: make a spawn book go up, whatever yeah. it is in fucking Ten Mexico. Bucks, yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't care.
0: But I mean, they have they have great they have great stuff, man. I mean, but. When well, you have cool stuff so, I mean look at this stuff here. Let me uh I mean you tell me you wouldn't buy a foreign comic of Bullseye comics, you know, like of this. I mean, and it was a foreign cover. Yeah. I mean if it, it like,
3: exists, I'm, yeah. Here, here, I got something right oh, here. Oh boy, look at
0: my man, look, he's he's Let's bringing see. stuff to the party. I like it.
2: Yeah, what Josh, what's your IG? Get that, the fuck
3: it's out of
1: wow. here. Kiwi wow. Jr. eighty seven. Yeah, that's so, so cool. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Uh, the Marvel Mystery <laughs> 40. Yep. Wow. So,
3: this is O Globo Juvenile Manzal from 1944, Brazil, which wow. you know is Marvel Mystery Comics 40 from 1943. So, this only came out a, maybe a year after the American version.
1: Yeah. I'm have to pick my tongue up off the floor. The Brazilian comics are cool because, like he said, I mean, they're very, very close to when the original Golden Age Comics came out. Like, most foreign comics will come out 5, 10, 15 years later. But the Brazilian ones came out, like, almost the same time. And, like, a year Jesus later is really close. Yeah, that's that's pretty, fucking like, gorgeous. Pretty, yeah. Yeah. So, big, big so, this
3: is. Uh, hold on. I got to pull this up really quick because I get so confused sometimes. So, this is. Olabino fourteen from nineteen forty one, obviously it's original cover art. It is. It has the guts to Action Comics twenty three from nineteen forty. No so it's shit. the first, yeah, it's the first appearance of Lex Luthor. Wow. Which is, you know, the, I'm assuming that it's supposed to be Lex Luthor right there.
2: That's fucking
3: tremendous.
1: Yeah. That's auctioning off. Yeah, right now. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> and then you got
3: this guy
1: oh dude that's so
3: cool so this is from 1944 and it's action comics 52 I believe from 42 so I mean it came out two years after but I mean it's just one of those things like let me know the next time you find one of these
2: yeah, can we pull up his IG to show some of his uh, Brazilian horror? Sure. Have really. you seen this shit, Stray?
1: I have seen some Brazilian horror, and I've seen some like sell for a lot of money. There was a Brazilian uh, Chamber Twenty Three. I don't know if you guys saw it on eBay. I think it went for over two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Wow! And, and that was probably in the same grade or around what what a regular US would go for, maybe twenty five hundred. So there
0: they're was. Coming, uh... they're,
1: they're coming close in price.
0: Look at this one. We're talking about sub banner all the
1: time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God.
0: Yeah, it's fucking dope, dude. That's one of my all time favorites.
2: So, yeah,
3: go
1: ahead.
3: In Brazil, they did uh, this. Was like, like a promotional, like before before this actual issue came out, they would release this kind of promotional material, Mm -hmm. saying like, next month, you know, this is what's coming out. That's the cover. Because I think if you swipe to the right or left, I actually have the cover. So. I have both, which is like super cool. Oh, but so that the next month, that was what came out, and that's the guts are from that Marvel Jesus mystery. Christ. Wow, that's just so cool. just
0: cool stuff. I mean, you know, and it, it's, it's interesting. The I only, think the the only one...
2: other one I wanted to look at, if you would, yes. you know, before yeah, you jump off of it, yeah. the fucking yeah, dude, the the fucking thing where he chops the head off. The All crazy. right, so
3: keep keep scrolling down.
0: I feel like young Jamie on Rogan. I I love this.
2: I'm sorry. It's just I like I. I just try to show it to people who will show it to people so that that oh, fucking yeah. so, thing yeah,
3: it, it go up. It's on the right side. Sure. It's like oh, clown. The, oh, how one. old is that? Yeah. That so was crazy. that is oh. Uh, Let me pull that up. So yeah, it's Otero Negro from 1953, and that's the one I always uh joke about because that came out before the uh, crime suspense stories ever. So I say it's the crime suspense story before the crime suspense story.
0: Well, you know, that's, that's, it, it's crazy. You know, the other thing about forums that are really cool is like they didn't have any really good source material. I know Matt Royables talked about it and Z on the Global Comic Safari show and it's like, it's interesting to see other cultures interpretations of superheroes or art of like, Hey, it's we're going to do like a Submariner cover. And if there's nothing to do with water, it's like him in a boxing ring. It's like, you know, or, or Batman or yeah, Robin. Really it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's unique. And it's a Batman or Robin and Batman has different colors and, or like mm-hmm. an introduction of Mr. Freeze. And it's a totally different inter. You know, it's Mr. Freeze shooting ice out of his hands and said, I'm a gun. you know, whatever, you know, it's like,
3: Yeah. So. Yeah, my my favorite so far is probably, if you click out of that one and just go to the left, it's the Batman number two. This
1: one? Oh, God, that's so crazy. That's,
3: yeah, that's from Brazil. Uh, it's a redrawn cover, because there's, there's something missing. I forget what it is. I don't know if it's a gun or something. But, I mean, that came out less than a year after Batman 2 came out in the U.S. Amazing. Wow. It just... Oh.
0: Oh, and and you know you talk about like different, you know we talk about how California being so humid and giant, you know salt water and all that stuff. It's like the 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 fact that these books survive in like you know countless countless wars or stuff like that, and it's like the conditions. Obviously, when you start talking about different countries, like you know we, we in America we're pretty lucky. You know we don't live in a third world country where it's like you know you you buy from the corner market, you go you go home and it's you know. Your homes uh, it could be a hut. It could be something of, you know, oh, some something totally that we're not all familiar with, obviously. And these books have, you know, transited, transcended families and whatnot and are in still in decent amount of shape for the amount of period that it was in, you know. I mean, that, I mean, think it goes back to this gold age market in general. I mean, you know, everything was put on hold with wars and stuff. And it's like, to see these books make it through that and not like be part of something that got made like, hey, we need extra paper, let's just rip through these comic books and no one cares about, you know. So
3: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean you got, you know, no no bagboard culture in a lot of countries. And like you you know, you got crazy tropical weather. You got places where, you know, you get jungle rot. No, you get shipping
0: you get shipping problems nowadays. You know, people don't want to ship. Yeah, they
2: put. Did they put my shit? They put yeah, a no.
0: masking tape on my book. Yeah. I paid a stack I mean, for
2: it. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah,
0: we we've talked about it. It's Like Italians can't yeah. ship. You know, you, you buy something on eBay Italy. It's coming over like in a box, and you hope it's. it's just
3: yeah, and then the something.
2: Philippines, right? They take yeah. the fucking staples out and put them in yeah. a
0: book.
3: Yeah. Because <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, put, the they bind them. They they do that. They do that. Yeah. In Brazil. Yeah. They bind it's them because cool. the in that kind of weather, the staples are just going to disintegrate. I mean, if you, if you find a Brazilian golden age book with staples still in it, you've hit the jackpot because 99% of the golden age books are going to be no staples Mm -hmm. and they're going to have some kind of, you know, they, but they were smart enough that they conserved their own books because, you know, they wanted it to survive. I mean, pulling the staples, uh, you know, they they had their own forms of resto that they did. I mean, it, it's, it, for as much Quite as they didn't take care of them, they took care of them, if that makes any sense. And, I mean, you know, you talk about, like, uh, your Delgado Negro, and it's, you know, Mexico. I have a, a really good friend, Cecilio, that lives down there. And, I mean, he used to tell me, like, back when he was a kid, I mean they used comic books for whatever they needed. If they needed to wrap meat, food, toilet paper. I mean,
2: I might make it to fucking Australia.
3: <laughs> that that's a very good question. And it seems like the Australians have the worst problem with packaging books.
2: You know what the funniest part is? Uh, I got this guy who he's a nice dude. Super nice. He's been on the channel before. He's a lawyer. He's married to an anesthesiologist from the Philippines. Now, when they were dating, uh, he didn't realize until after they got married he went home to see her family that she's like, you know, some people are like big in Tokyo or whatever. She's like royalty in the Philippines. Like he was like, I can't ever go back. They had fucking servants and shit. It was fucking weird. I, mean, I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, me, when I find out about the foreign comics, I'm like, hey, see if they get any fucking comic books down in the Philippines. I want them all. Just get whatever you it's can. Yeah, the older the better, please. He's they found zero books. For they him. have
3: them, but good luck finding them, especially, yeah. especially the Golden age stuff from the Philippines, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Yeah. It, I, I've been looking for three and a half years for wow golden age Philippine books, and I've found like one, and it's nothing that I was like, oh yeah. Well, in the like, in the
0: marketplace, and like you know, even me, like you know, I, we have we have uh, my company has very. I'm a very large amount of subsidiaries all over the world, like Brazil and all these other places, and it's it's so hard to get a deal done. Like I've been trying to get our, our one of our, our girls in Mexico to hook me up with uh, Spanish, like Mexican comic books, and it's just it's just I'll just like I'll pay you whatever I don't even care, you and know. and it's funny she's like I'll just buy them and then you just pay me back. It's, it's like, like, it's it's,
2: like yeah. South Park when uh, they're trying to buy the nuclear weapon. They're like yeah. poor. K. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, three fucking words. <laughs> and it's it's so good. I,
0: <laughs> my Espanol is a, a CSE, a, a little Masa menos. You know, I can I can right. hold it down, brother. Yeah, I, would yeah. Like, I like one comic, please. Co-
3: yeah. Collecting, like, foreign books is... It, I mean, it's a whole other world. Like you were saying, how you're having trouble in these countries. Like, I know mm-hmm. Brazil, because I, I buy a lot of stuff from Brazil, and their comic community is, like so tight knit that it's like, it's like meeting someone's family. Like I know, I know a guy there that buys a lot of comics and it's like, you have to be, you know, somewhat of a known person. You like have a phone conversation with this person. Like they have to get to know you and then they invite you to come look at their collection. And it's not like you, I, I want this, this and this, it's like you buy it all. For this price, or you just walk away because they're not going to piece out their collections. Like it's it's a totally different world. I mean, let's, let's show some,
0: look, 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 I mean, we'll just show some more cool shit. We like to, we like to do this. I, mean, I just
1: I just wanted to show something really quick, just because. Oh, yeah. uh, I can do that. I can do. Yeah, boom! Check oh, it out. Here, here. I got it here. So like oh, yeah. the uh, oh, well. the Mexican comic that you had, the uh, El Ghetto Negro, the one that, with like the decapitation. So just kind of remind me of this book here. I don't know if you've ever seen it before. That's too bright. One second. I don't know
3: if you can of... Kinda... Oh Jesus, that is fucking uh, yeah. exceptional.
1: Yeah, it's pretty yeah, crazy. I,
3: I can't. I honestly, I can't even really make it out. I'm sorry. It. Uh, okay,
1: it's, it's too bright. Let me uh, let me try this. Yeah, that's absolutely worth uh, showing. Somehow, Can I like send you a photo? That works yeah, just
0: fun. do it on uh, do it on in Instagram. Just send yeah, that. Just shoot that stuff. to me on in Instagram. I can I can do whatever. Can Can we get back to how the f-
2: do you own that and how the fuck did you find out about it and uh, yeah, where do I I'll, get a copy?
1: That one I, that one I own. I just, it's the only one graded by CGC. I'm just nice. sending it. To, uh, yeah, you're good. And uh, yeah, like the guy, I think he posted it on the boards or something like a while back. was wow. For like a stupid price, he posted it for like four grand or something. And I don't know, like he just put it up there, just like at whatever <laughs> price, and no one was buying it. And then he was getting some offers, and then he ended up just like. I think throwing in an auction and like, I just ended up winning it for a yes. lot, a lot, lot less for the money he added up. Oh it. yeah. <laughs> yes. you know, it, it's very niche, but yeah. And I offered him more money as a buy it now. It's funny cause it's happened to me a few times. I've offered people more money and they just want the auction to go through, which is fine. And then I ended up winning it for less than what I offered for initially like directly through PayPal and I just bought it on eBay. So it's kind I of I love that shirt you got on the hit comics. No, I hit. lost oh,
2: that. Yeah. yeah. I lost that auction to uh DS and then I was happy that he won. I was like, Oh, I feel better now. <laughs>
0: hey, uh, this sent to me on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Sore my bed. No, you're good. It's all good. And then, um, yeah, so it's, it's interesting to, yeah, uh, good. to see all these books come up and you know, it's, it's going to be interesting the subculture that happens with all this. And, um, oh, look at this. I can save it. Let me do
2: Wait, do you fucking
0: see this? For those who haven't seen it yet, it's, it's pretty
1: it's pretty crazy. It's yeah.
0: exceptional. Let me, Uh, I actually can do a little bit better. So instead of trying to show it on the screen so quickly, I can do this. I can do this. And then let me do
3: this. Ba bye. Oh, nice. Just that easy yeah. to say quick.
1: Yeah, that was that was fast, man. Good job. Nah,
0: you know that's what
3: I do. Um, yeah, that's
1: awesome. Yeah, it's pretty. Like at first when I saw it, I didn't know what the hell was going on, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like when you realize what's really going on in the cover, mm. it's
0: got the horse. It's got the horse in the background. And the horse kind of looks like the hair, kind of.
1: Yeah, right? it's a little bit a little bit trippy, but then you see like he's literally just cleanly slicing your head off, and it's like mm. it blows like Crime Twenty Two and a lot of those American comics out of the water um in terms of like just pure core and violent and graphic and uh, there's like a famous quote that I think it was it was Gaines Buster's or... yeah. <laughs> yeah there there yeah there you go there's like <laughs> you can see your X there but like there was a famous quote I think that I think it was Gaines that said that um when they were talking about the crime 22 and they had the whole like lawsuits and everything and he said oh like don't you think it's distasteful to to produce a cover like this he's like oh it would be distasteful if I if he held the the cover the head up a bit more, right? And then you could see all the, the blood dripping down and all the guts and and he was right, they could have made the the books a lot worse than they were, right? So I, I think, think um
2: That's a I, that's an astute observation. Yeah, I remember that. That's a famous fucking quote. Yeah. Too.
0: And and I think I think the subculture of foreigns is gonna be interesting and in how they handle it and stuff because like you said, no staples, conservation, all this, you know, trying to trying to keep it and it's it's gonna well, be it's, a different subculture. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, but it's it's it fits squarely within the fucking gold collectors, right?
0: It, it does, but like, it, it,
2: oh, purple label, we don't give a fuck. It's a green label, we don't really yes. care.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it'll come. It'll us. Be, <laughs> That's right. So it'll 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 be interesting to see what CGC or CBCS or whoever does when it comes. To like, do they do blue label conserves, or do they do purple label? Res- you know, it's 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 going to be interesting how that. Long term play comes out because yeah. I mean, I mean, we all know like in golden age, right? Purple, purple books, don't care. nobody cares, but you get purple moderns, everybody loses their goddamn mind. But you know, it's like, it, I think it, it'd be
1: cool to have a purple modern. Night. <laughs> I think it's so <laughs> I mean, weird.
0: I've seen it, I've seen it.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, so how, I've seen purple,
0: purple four fives. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing?
1: Imagine like a purple point five, and you mean it's 98. That's probably a copy of <laughs> <get. laughs> one in the census. <laughs> So
2: do you think that, uh, I mean, there's still opportunity out there, I think is kind of like the sentiment that I wanted to sort of convey to people, uh, Mm -hmm. not just uh, opportunity to kind of like sit on these books forever and watch them appreciate, but, you know, the same kind of like fast money people are uh, really uh, accustomed to and and long for in modern books. Um, Josh, you're finding them across the pond literally uh pull them out of people's private collections stray you're uh snagging them um anywhere straight off, find th- <laughs> yeah straight off the cgc boards uh on ebay auctions following them from the cgc boards right um,
1: asking old people on the street do you have comics <laughs> I've, th- I've done that a few times i don't know I, I've, it's produced one lead i'm like hey do you have comic books by any chance it's like a random I, guy
2: I picked up my uh, my chamber nineteen from a guy who posted in an auction. I was like, "Hey, how much do you want for that?" He's like, oh, "I don't know." And I'm like, "Will you take this and out?" Yes. Paid I don't know. Yeah, half a market done.
0: Well, nice. you know, it, it's interesting to see. You know, golden age collectors are. You know, it, it's again. I I I think going to those booths, especially at shows. You're gonna see, you get more space. You know what I'm saying? Not a lot of people are gonna go there. People are going through dollar bins, right? Dollar bins, you know, 50 oh, fifty cent copy books. You know, no bags, no boards, just ripping through them, and seeing them they can find some crazy variant of the day or whatever. But I think Golden Age, like you can actually have a conversation with a dealer, you know, or like have time to. I think just chill out and enjoy the community and like, you know, modern books where you got to dig with twenty other people elbow to elbow. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time, you know. I I'm hopefully. We're gonna do a big, uh, hopefully, a Saturday night I think Nico. Saturday night dinner, maybe, and invite everybody out. Kind of, hopefully, everything's COVID friendly and stuff like that. Um, that we could do a, like a big dinner with everybody. It takes a that
2: fucking could... lot these days to be unfriendly. Jesus Christ! Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. People are fucking so... coughing
0: on me. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> okay it's fine
2: i get the vaccine uh, just get rid right of my neck
0: yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah pretty much so i think we could do that like have like a big synopsis with our group the golden age you know all the people in the golden age community i think it would be a nice soiree maybe i'll get maybe i'll get the hotel room banquet to open it up and service yeah Yeah. so yeah that's awesome
1: that so yeah. fun
0: so yeah. no we appreciate you we i uh, you know we, we usually do an hour at like 1 30 so we'll kind of We'll kind of kill it. I, I appreciate you coming on. You know, it was very last minute, too. So, I appreciate you taking the time,
3: Definitely.
0: doing our thing. Um, I, obviously, my man Josh, I don't care about Nico, but it's fine. Our man Josh <laughs> uh, hanging out with us, doing our thing. Um, and we'll catch you guys next, next time, uh, next Thursday. I don't know if I'll be there. Maybe Nico does double duty, you know. <laughs> but... <laughs>
2: If they put me in charge, you should absolutely come back. God only knows what the fuck will happen. It's, it's going to be brutal. James, I'll have to. I'll have
0: to give James. Uh, uh, DS
2: will be here to supervise. Never mind.
0: It'll, yeah, be, yeah. it'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be all right. So I appreciate it. Uh, check us out next week. Every 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 time nine o'clock, hopefully. And we're out. Thanks, guys. Peace.